Tonight, we're taking your questions and talking about kink. Welcome to BSing with Barak and Shiva on the Erotic Awakening Podcast Network. This podcast includes frank discussions of highly sexual topics. If you are offended by this type of content or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. <laughs> so what are we talking about tonight, Barak? Well, I think the first thing we should cover is your enormous breasts. <laughs> they're not enormous. They're they're perfectly sized to my body. My new squeaky toys, as you like to call them. It's true. It's true. The girls have been installed, ladies and, ladies and gentlemen, and we will be having a contest coming up soon to get to name the new twins. Exactly. And we're going to be debuting it at COPE, so hopefully you can think of a name for Sheba's breasticles. When you see them, there will be various pictures of them on the net and not actually the full breasts, but you'll be able to see them at uh, our meet and greets at the July 4th picnic at uh, several other events that we're going to be belonging to. I'll be showing them to just about anybody who asks. Absolutely. (laughs) Right now we're calling them pride and joy. Mm -hmm. But what we're going to be doing is auctioning off a set of tickets to Winter Wickedness for the person who correctly and appropriately names Sheba's breasts. (laughs) So get your imaginations wide open because she's going to be the one to pick it from a hat. She's going to be the one that she likes the most because that's what she's going to be calling her breasts from then on. (laughs) So let's talk about where we've been. We went to a really great event earlier this month called Twisted Trist, and it w- they actually do it twice a year. They do it in June and they do it in September, um, and the June one is held in Indiana, and they this is the one where they actually got me to go camping. Can you believe this? Mm-hmm. It was a wild whirlwind weekend of woo. Of woo. There was a lot of woo. There was a tremendous amount of woo. I was, I was very surprised that we had so much woo involved. In fact, they had us do... Two of our woo classes, we did uh, spirituality and BDSM, and we did rituals. Mm, which was hot. It was very hot. We showed a we showed a chakra merging level two where you just kind of rode me. It's like energetic dry humping, mm. and it was just absolutely spectacular. It's good stuff. Oh, it was. It was. So we were there, and I, I can certainly say that we will be taking the entire AIS staff back um, with us when we go next year to the June... Twisted Trist in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. The 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 camps grounds were completely amazing. The uh, owners were very welcoming. The snacks were good. The vendors were fantastic. It had a little peanut shaped pool that was great to swim in. Did you just say penis shaped pool? I said uh, peanut <laughs> shaped pool. <laughs> but close. Sorry, my mind is elsewhere. It's always in the gutter. It's my in darling. your pants. It is in my pants, but hopefully I'll be able to get the rest of me down there soon. Exactly. <laughs> so Twisted Trist was fantastic and we're, we're really, we can't speak enough of that event. Okay. So let's start in on the bullshit or <laughs> oops. I mean the questions. Okay. Okay. We can, we can get to bullshitting. I, uh, I, okay. So this is one of the ones that I got off the net, um, that was sent to me, uh, by Ms. Anonymous. And well, a lot of, you know, it's weird because a lot of people really want to be anonymous. They want to be, you know, they really want their question answered, but they really don't want to know what they want. Oh, you know, they don't want to know. They don't want, they don't want to know that they, they don't want to know that their name is 
Anonymous? Anonymous. No, they don't want other people to know who's asking the question. Yeah. You know, maybe because of their roles or, or whatever they're doing. I don't know. Okay. But, um, so what's Ms. Anonymous have to Ms. Ask Anonymous us? says, I normally identify as a submissive, but I switch in bed. Mm. I'm really interested in getting some oral action. Ooh. Not oral sex, but dirty oh. talk, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you have both? I know. Mm. I know. It really turns me on, but my partner isn't as forthcoming with talking, and I am also a bit shy. How can we open this up so we can share some dirty talk around and during sex? Well, <laughs> we—I'll I'll tell you—we, you know, in in the, in uh, the beginning of our relationship, Sheba was also the same way. Very quiet. Very quiet. Very quiet. And and don't get me wrong, I'm I am not a loud mouth in bed either sometimes. Um, so it's a little more difficult. It is something a little more difficult to, uh, face as a couple because you're, you're, you're opening up a different part of yourself and you're opening up a vulnerability. Um, cause you're not sure mm-hmm. how that other person might react to some of the nasty things coming out of your mouth. You have this, um, block inside your brain that tells you that, Oh my God, if I tell him I want him to pull my hair and spank my ass, he might freak out. Yeah. Or and not girls, do it. Good girls or good boys don't do that Mm-mm. or don't say that or no. whatever. And we may have some uh, particular armoring around words like slut, whore, uh, bitch, cunt, all those words that we don't, you know, cock, penis, uh, all of these words that, that, that we've been trained not to use by our parents or our image makers or whatever. And so it's hard for us to open up that channel and to allow our, our dirty oral sel- selves to get out. Yeah. Practice, practice, practice is what I recommend. Totally. You know, um, there's an exercise that actually that we did Mm -hmm. um, when we were back studying with the The tribe, the tribe where um, your partner is pleasuring you in whatever way you like, not orally, because uh, you want to be able to talk to the person if you need to. um, And they will stop what they are doing if you stop talking. And it's kind of a, a really good game to play. Sometimes you'll say really stupid things. Like I can remember in the middle of it, I just started saying peanut butter and jelly, fried eggs, ham, cheese, toast, whatever I could think of until something dirty came back into my mind and I was able to let go. But the important part is you have to keep talking. Because there comes a point, at least with you, when I was massaging your G-spot with two of my middle fingers, I continually with only two it. of your middle with, fingers. With only two of my middle fingers, <laughs> I, I actually cloned my middle fingers, and so I have. I don't have a pointer finger on my right hand. I have two middle fingers, just in case somebody really pisses me off. And um, <laughs> <laughs> no, and and so I had I had my my two fingers uh, inside her cunt, and I was massaging her G spot, and I was, and she was getting hotter and wetter and hotter and wetter, and she forgot to talk, mm-hmm. and so I stopped. And she's like, well, why, God damn it, why did you stop? And I continued as long as she was talking to me. And so it continued like this until she got the, she got the, uh, the, the, the understanding that I was going to stop anytime she stopped saying things to me. And then we moved it further. Mm-hmm. What the next thing we did was I said, okay, I'm only going to do what you tell me to do while you're telling me to do it. So when she was in bed, I would start a thing. And I would say, okay, what do you want me to do? And she would say, well, do this thing. 
And I would do that thing. And she said, no harder, no softer, no to the left, no faster, no slower, no, a little bit more pressure with. And so as long as she was talking and telling me what to do, I was doing it. But the moment she stopped talking to me and started like, you know, fading out or, you know, orgasming or whatever, I would stop. And so it became this game and it really worked very well on getting her to say what she wanted. Mm -hmm. And it stimulated her. To hear myself being able to say those things. Mm-hmm. That's fucking hot. Orgasm totally. after orgasm. <laughs> Absolutely. And, 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 you know, you say here, um, Ms. Anonymous, you say, I normally identify as a submissive, but switch in bed. I think that uh, one of the things that, 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 that Sheba and I constantly um, pontificate about is that we have, all of us has that ability to switch inside and and so even if you identify as a switch as a top as a bottom as a as a as a master or a slave or whatever it doesn't really matter there's always a point in time when that role is exchanged for whatever role you're feeling inside for instance i'm i'm i identify as a top and a dominant and um and occasionally a master and in bed he it, likes it when I'm on top, holding him down. Totally, totally. It's 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 extremely hot. I mean, you know, Sheba loves. Sheba's got these. I don't know if you've noticed. Sheba has these lovely wide hips and thighs. This luscious, you know. And so, you know, if she jumps on top of my face, I'm not going to go. Oh, I'm the dominant. Get off of my face. Fuck that. You know, I'm going to let her try to suffocate me with her cunt. Yay. So, and and it's really those type of things are huge turn on. So don't. Hold yourself back, regardless of how you identify in the scene or how you identify in play or whatever, because there's always a point that another position might feel better or different or whatever. And just make sure it's it's openly negotiated with your partner. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, what's that? What, what does? You know, are we done with that question? Can we move on to another question? Are you okay with me? Sure, unless you want to talk dirty to me, just to give them an example. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> I'd love to. I'd love to continue to talk dirty to you. See, and I could keep my mouth shut. I could be busy doing something else. I don't want orally. you to keep your mouth shut. What no. I want is for you to slide your soft, wet lips, right, and lick <laughs> the bottom of my cock <laughs> as you slowly engulf it. Oh, that's so a good that word. Engulf is a good word. Engulf I like is that. Good. You know, with your hot, wet mouth as you slide up and down, try to suck my cum out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we hope that helped. <laughs> I know it helped me. <laughs> Why are you bouncing in your chair? Um, I'm moving around so that the the um, seam that's in my pants mm-hmm. is kind of going back and forth over oh. my clit. It's really a good thing. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. So, so next question. Ever. We're never going to get through this. So, okay. I have this question. Okay. Um, and I don't see where it's from anybody. I don't know who this came from or where it came from. Mm. I have seen advice given online for new people to go to a local, in quotes, munch, but I have no idea what they are talking about, what is a munch, and what exactly happens at one. Oh my God, you should avoid munches at all costs. You should run screaming away from whatever that thing is. (laughs) No, not really. Um, Originally, at least in my understanding, uh, a munch was... A meeting, like a meet and greet, held at 
a place called Burger Munch in San Francisco somewhere and somewhere in California. And, and it just became adopted amongst the kink community. And essentially what it means is a relatively vanilla meet and greet. Right. You just wear regular street clothes, come in, and you get to meet other kinky people people in their regular street clothes. Sometimes you have that um, at a place where you can eat dinner. Sometimes you have it at um, a local bar. We have a monthly Mm -hmm. quote unquote munch that we call the perversion diversion, Mm -hmm. um, which happens on the second Friday of every month. The next one for us is coming up on July 8th, plug, 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 um, at a local establishment called the eight ball. And we just play pool, drink a little bit, talk to new people, you know, hang out with our friends from the past. It's it's a good time. Yeah, and and what happens at the munch or at the meet and greet? Since we're 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 actually changing it, um, we're actually changing the terminology from PD and perversion diversion over to meet and greet because people understand it, people get it, and what happens at at one of these events, one of these meet and greets. Is exactly that. It's a it's a it's a meet and greet in vanilla space. We play pool. We have great conversation with a bunch of kinky people. Mm-hmm. You know, we frequently, there's no play happening. N- no play. Mm-hmm. You know, there there can there's it's a good place to get your flirt on in a in a really um, casual way. It's yeah. n- it's this is not a pickup joint. Although you know this this dive t- this dovetails right into another question that we had, mm-hmm. which was where and how do I meet new people for relationships in the scene? Mm-hmm. After all, many people say munches and, and meet and greets are not for hooking up, right. um, and you actually just said that, which I would disagree with because mm-hmm. I have met many a person that I've played with later mm-hmm. at either a munch. Or a meet and greet. Totally. Because when you meet them in a nice vanilla environment, you can actually get to know them as a person, you know, and, and see them behind the gimp mask and the leather thong. Well, <laughs> I, I guess what I'm referring to, I, what I'm, I guess what I'm referring to in this is that if you go to a munch with the intent to hook up, that's kind of unsavory. Well, yeah. I you mean, know, it's not you're not going here to find somebody to take home to your house. Right. So, you know. Right. And that's the main thing. If you're if you come to a munch specifically for, hey, I'm going to find a hookup tonight. You know, this is my this is my, um, you know, it'll be my booty call. I'll go play afterwards. Don't don't look for that. Don't don't expect that. Don't intend that. Come to meet a bunch of people who are also going to be coming to meet a bunch of people who and, and everybody gets their flirt on. I mean, mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times I go and get my flirt on. I love flirting, but it's casual and it's and it's um, it's not. While it while it can turn into something a little more intimate or a little more interesting, I'm open to that possibility. But I'm also it's not why I go. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that I think that's the big difference. Is is a lot of people go, or I've heard of people going with the intent to okay, this is going to be where I'm where I'm, you know, going to get laid tonight or whatever. And that's not, that's totally unsavory. That's not real cool. Yeah. But if you go with the intent to, to, to meet a whole bunch of people, to have a great time, to get your flirt on, that's what a meet and greet's all about. You know, this kind of reminds me of the article that we just wrote for Sex Is Magazine. We just wrote our first article for them. It'll be available online um, at the time of this podcast. At www.sexis magazine.com and the name of our first article is introducing your kink to a vanilla Hmm. 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 (laughs) yep so don't hesitate to go out there it should be by the time this podcast is airing it should be up 
and uh, on Sexis Magazine, S-E-X-I-S Magazine.com, one word. And we're, we're really excited. If you like our articles, please don't have us today. I think that you get a thumbs up or you get a, I like this, or you get a comment form, or please give us a comment. Tell us what you think, because it's your vote that uh, keeps us doing stuff. So what's next question? The, next please. question, please. <laughs> so okay, okay. I like I, I like this one. Um, I don't normally play hard enough to get marked, but last week I was playing and my top marked up my ass and thighs. I have to go to a pool party this weekend, and I don't think they will have faded enough to escape without notice. While most of the marks are big and undefined, I'm still worried. How will I explain these if somebody asks? <laughs> <laughs> you should hear some of the sh- bullshit that I've come up with to oh tell people God. about my bruises. Um, the gym Talk that- about bullshitting with Barak and Sheba. <laughs> oh uh, frequently, I change when I'm at the gym that I go and work out at. And I've had those strange looks from other women wondering what in the hell is wrong with me. And I even had one ask me. And I told her, I actually break horses on the weekends. And she was buying it. She was totally buying she into that. I was totally like, I was like that breaking shit. horses. <laughs> I was, I was like breaking horses. Are you kidding me? You've got, you know. I, I mean, I couldn't even see it when she was saying it. I was just sitting there looking down, going, "Really? Oh, yeah." Well, you can only say you ran into a door, or fell down the steps a mm-hmm. few times, and then people are going to think that you're in an abusive relationship. <laughs> and and so so I guess how will you explain if somebody asks? You can do one of two things. You know. I, we always go on the three strikes and you're out rule. And what that means is the first time somebody asks, I give a relatively superficial answer like, oh, I X, Y, Z, I tripped and fell. You know, oh, I, you know, banged into the car door. Oh, I sat too hard, you know. <laughs> repeatedly sat too hard. <laughs> repeatedly sat too hard. Oh, I was at the, oh, I went to Kings Island this weekend and got beat up on a, on a roller coaster, on a big wooden roller coaster mm-hmm. or, you know, and, and so that's the first strike. If they go, Oh really? Um, they don't look like that. Then you give them the second strike, which is really, do, do you, you really want to know? Do you really want to know <laughs> what those marks are from? Right. And so if they say yes, that's the third strike and you, and you can tell them exactly what they are and start out with that was completely consensual. And I really enjoyed it while it was happening. And even now I enjoy it. So make sure that they're aware, if they're going to go there with you, that you tell them it was consensual, it was exciting, it still makes you hot and wet thinking about the experience that you had Mm -hmm. while getting those marks. And most of the women who are in my gym, I think if I told them I like to have my hair pulled and be spanked while I'm getting fucked, I think most of them would nod their heads and go, damn, I wouldn't mind that either. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, most women have these, you know, dirty little secrets we don't tell you guys. Well. Or sometimes we do. You totally tell us. <laughs> we know. We've heard it. We've seen it. hmm And so if you get the opportunity to share your kink, that's one of the things that, that we talk about in our, in our article on Sexist Magazine. We talk about some, some ways to share your kink in a good way. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in that, um, or if you're interested in telling people, make sure you use, you use generalized terms. Don't say I'm into BDSM. Don't say I'm into um, freaky, kinky, monkey. Hey, didn't we, weren't we going to write an article on that? Yeah. 
Kinky monkey sex. Kinky monkey sex mm-hmm. and other animal sex. Mm-hmm. Not actually including the physical animals, but just the style. <laughs> <laughs> Look for that one on FetLife. Because <laughs> I don't think it'll be on sexes. So if you, if you do get marked, it does happen. And some people mark easier than others. We always recommend if you don't like the marks, uh, use both internal and external Arnica. We mm. can't say enough about Arnica cream or Arnica gel. You can purchase it at your local uh, health food stores. And if you rub it on, it, it... You can usually reduce and probably eliminate most marks within a week of starting the product. It, it halves, like, it halves your heal time mm-hmm. um, for skin-related uh, damage. And, and for those who want to keep their bruises, I recommend ibuprofen and Tylenol. Actually, <laughs> actually, take out the Tylenol and use aspirin. Oh, yeah? yeah aspirin. aspirin makes you bleed more? Aspirin's an anticoagulant. Well, there you go. They use it for... From the medical expert, folks. Right, right. <laughs> they use, they, we, we actually give people Tylenol who have heart attacks and we want to make your blood thinner. You can either be A, become an alcoholic, or B, take aspirin. <laughs> Let's take one more question. All right, one more question. Okay, I like this one. Uh, Many men say how important eye contact is during a blowjob. What about during intercourse? Is the eye contact (laughs) during either about intimacy or something else? Can I just say that I'm a little offended that it's only important for men? You know, when I have my strap on, on, and there's a woman going down on me. strap on, on? On. Strapped strap on, on. Strap on, strapping on. How would one say that, I wonder? Is it, is it like clap when on, I'm clap strapped off on? the clapper? <laughs> <laughs> strap, anyway. Strap on, strap when on. When I have my own plastic cock <laughs> in place, <laughs> I do like it when a woman goes down on me and makes eye contact with me. There's a certain level of shared energy when you can see that, you know, in their eyes, how turned on they are by you slamming their head down onto your cock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Wouldn't ditto. you agree? Ditto. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Um, I think I think part of it, you know, part of it is about intimacy. Um, part of it is about power. Part of it is about energy exchange. You know, for me, you know, at least in my experience at the tribe, we always talked about energy follows attention, mm-hmm. and wherever you're looking, that's where your attention is, and that's where your energy goes. And so we would frequently talk about that. Um, we would frequently talk about that particular aspect of it where when you're looking at something or when you're looking at someone or when you're looking into their eyes or when you're whatever, you're actually creating a loop of energy. Mm-hmm. So if somebody's somebody's got their, their lipstick around my dipstick, what I'm going to do is as I'm, as I'm looking into their eyes, it creates an energetic connection between our eyes that is followed through their mouth, back up my cock, back up my chakra line, and back out my, my eyes to them. And so it creates this loop of energy going that increases my pleasure by a, a big deal, mm-hmm. by a big amount. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's, it's, not only about, it's not only about intimacy, which it is. It, it's completely about intimacy also, mm-hmm. or it's a lot about intimacy also. And I think it's also about voyeurism as well. Oh. I'm, a, I'm, I'm a person who likes to watch. So when someone is going down on me, you know, I, I like to be, you know, a voyeur. I like to watch what they're doing. I like to I know. tell them how to do it. <laughs> oh, I know. Well, I, you know, you do that specifically. You pull, you know, you, you put your hands on your mound and you push down so that, and you, you personally like to use those, you know, kind of wedge shaped pillows mm-hmm. 
so that you can have your um, upper shoulders and your your upper shoulders and your head elevated so you're so you can make good eye contact with me as I'm licking your slit. Mm. Licking your slit. Licking your slit. So sexy, baby. Thank you. <laughs> so so are we done with the bullshit? Should we move on to some new bullshit? I don't know. Maybe. Speaking of new bullshit, where the hell are we gonna be? I don't have a fucking clue. Where are we gonna be? I, oh, you know what? I, I, I think we're at the floating world. Mm, July 29th through 31st, mm-hmm. Edison, mm-hmm. New Jersey, Floating World. I think we're presenting a couple things for them. I'm not Yeah, sure. we're doing the dry... I think we're doing drive-by doming. I think we're doing... I thought you were about to say dry humping. We're doing dry humping. <laughs> we will be dry humping. We'll also be wet humping if you're there. Um, we might not be doing it in the main room, but we will certainly be wet humping at some point. It is one of the largest events in the country, but um, if you find us, make sure to, to come up and say hi. We'd like to meet people who listen to us. That'd be yeah. fun. Yeah, we'd love and to. We'd, we'd love to have some questions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and that'll be just in time for the next for the next podcast. We will be there doing. I think it's drive by doming. I think it's negotiation. Oh, and it's it's uh, real world. We're real world. Blah, 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 real world polyamory. I think, oh, okay. or the quick and dirty of polyamory. Yeah, the quick and dirty. I think it's quick and dirty of polyamory. Mm-hmm. So, if you are interested in uh, joining us there, it'd be great to see you. Come on up and uh, grab a hold. Grab a uh, but be very gentle with Sheba. I was going to say, don't grab the squeaky toys. Don't grab the Those are my squeaky toys. <laughs> <laughs> those are my squeaky toys until she chooses to lend them out to someone else. Right. Speaking of getting in touch with us and asking us questions, mm-hmm. how do people reach us? How do people reach us? Well, it depends. Do they want to reach us or AIS? No. Okay. So let's do AIS. AIS first. You can reach. You can check out what AIS uh, is doing. Go to adventuresinsexuality.org one word you can also check AIS underscore ORG at Twitter you can go to the FetLife group which is uh, uh, www or http colon backslash backslash (laughs) FetLife.com backslash groups backslash 1913 or you can reach us personally at Barrick and Mm -hmm. Sheba um, at AOL.com or Barrick and Sheba at Yahoo.com or Google or where else are we at? We're Hotmail. At Go- Google, Hotmail, <laughs> I don't know, all of them. Barrick and the B-A-R-A-K-N-S-H-E-B-A mm-hmm. at AOL's the best. You can also do at Yahoo, at Hotmail, at Gmail. Any, any Barrick and Sheba, pretty much at anything and you mm-hmm. can find us. But the best, you'll get a response quickest at uh, AOL.com and Yahoo.com. And at all those locations, you can find out what we're doing in mm-hmm. the future. Um, things, updates about what AIS has got planned. Um, for instance, what do we have planned for July? Well, I just I something wanted, about a champagne room, right? I want, yeah, I did. Someone special is coming into town too. Who could it be? Mm. But Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Lee Harrington will be joining us uh, for a rope intensive. The AIS slash Central Ohio Rope Group. Bondage Intensive on Saturday, July the 23rd Third. Mm-hmm. for an all-day bondage workshop. It is going to be absolutely spectacular. And if you haven't gotten tickets to cope, or even if you have, you can get some AIS energy in the meantime. You know, if you weren't able to get tickets to cope, as, AIS, as cope has been sold out now for 
It's it'll be July the fourth now. So let's see. Cope sold out on June the eleventh <laughs> or the tenth. Either way, it's sold out. But you can still get on the waiting list. Mm-hmm. So and the, and the, and it's true. Because normally we go through the waiting list. We've already started to go through the waiting list. We have already had one or two cancellations. And it just I'm, sometimes it just works out that people aren't able to come. And we open up tickets to the waiting list. And if we don't get a response back on the waiting list for uh, within three days, we go to the next person. And we'll go through 20 or 30 people on the waiting list. Mm-hmm. So if you want AIS Energy in the meantime, please join us at the Lee Harrington AIS Korg Bondage Intensive and the subsequent Champagne Room Party Part 2 that evening, which is going to take place at the Princeton Club. Mm-hmm. And you now, can go to either one or both. Mm-hmm. Either one or both. The uh, I'm not And sh- tickets are available. You can, At this event, you can buy tickets at the door. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So if you don't make up your mind and you're thinking, oh, well, I got to, uh, you know, and that night comes along and you're sitting at dinner with your partner, your friends, your lovers, your cousins, your uncles, your brothers, and you want to just bring everybody to the kink uh, to the kinky uh, party over at the Princeton, come on over. Princeton's located at 425 South Princeton Avenue. We can actually advertise where we're having this. Woohoo! <laughs> and we have our own special door. We ha- are taking over the entire second floor, which is over 6,000 square foot of kink, enormous space for you. <laughs> it's going to be a blast. We normally have somewhere between 150 and 250 people, which fit very nicely. We have the AIS furniture, all of the custom-mixed AIS music, and we're bringing all the AIS energy with us. Yeah. So we're looking forward to hosting you at the Bondage Intensive and the Champagne Room Party. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward to riding you, I mean, riding with you in the AIS second annual motorcycle ride, which is happening on August 13th. You can look on FetLife for details on that, or you can contact me um, at Facebook at brat underscore Sheba or at uh, FetLife, brat underscore Sheba, or you can find me on Twitter. So if you happen to be cruising FetLife and you just want to tag us or send us a message or send us a question, feel free to do so. You can also... Friend us on FET. We'll be glad to accept your friend request so you can see what we're doing, AIS is doing, and all that. Otherwise, honey, you got anything else? No, this is all bullshit. I'm done. Turn it off. <laughs>